Well, hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. How are you doing? Welcome back to the Heine House Gaming Attack Podcast. This is episode number 71. It is Black Friday, November 27th, 2020. Oh my goodness. I have a lot, lot to talk about, lots going on, lots of stuff happening. New console launches, you know, PS5, Series X has happened last week, boom. Um, gosh, a lot to talk about. I'm going to do a really cool thing this episode. We're going to talk about launch games that came out. And I'm going to go back in time from the very beginning. Well, pretty much from like the Atari 2600. We're going to go back. We're going to go back and have some fun. And uh, yeah, I appreciate you being here. Thank you for listening to the show. Uh, I'm currently waiting for my uh, my coffee to brew. It's exactly 10 in the morning right now recording this. I've been up since about 6.45. Um, and uh, just, you know, was awake. Crazy. You know, when you have crazy schedules, my sleep schedule gets kind of weird, as we know. So I get up at odd hours. But I was working on some cool stuff. Working on some background beats. Preview videos going to be up on YouTube. The new hip-hop collection releases on the 30th. Three more days. Yes, background beats, the royalty-free stuff for you to use in your podcasts and live streams and YouTube videos and whatnot. Um, yeah, very exciting. It feels good. I've released so much music this year. I've, I feel really good about it because, um, yeah, you know, this year's just been crazy, right? It's just been crazy. We all know. And, you know, as a creative being, I feel, I feel more compelled to, you know, hunker down and be creative, but also it, it helps me too. That's how I, that's my coping mechanism with things is be creative and, um, you know, release what's on my mind and how I feel and my emotions through music. And it's, it's a, it's a gift really. It's awesome to be able to do that. A lot of, I think all artists are gifted, you know, and I think to be able to express yourself in any way, shape or form, whether that be poetry or visual arts and creative music all sorts of things. It's, it's awesome. It's awesome. So yeah, it's just, it's cool. It's super cool. Um, a lot of background beat stuff. Did some, I did a Christmas remix the other, uh, last week I put it up on my YouTube and on Bandcamp. It's called skinny Santa. It's really funny. You should go listen to it. Um, what else is going on? I don't have my chair. I let, so my family moved down, right? This is actually Let's just pause for the cause here. Can we just talk for a minute before we even jump into like the episode? I just want to like just talk with you guys. I just want to hang out and chat. You know what I mean? So like, let's just talk. Let's just talk about stuff. I'm waiting for my coffee to brew. I feel like, I feel like I'm not even in like the mindset to start doing all this yet. I just want to hang out. So like my coffee's brewing. I can't wait. I'm waiting for that thing to ding and I'll pause the thing and go get it. But like, oh shit, what the hell was that? Holy moly. Did you hear that? Holy shit, that was my iPad restarting. Holy shit, Apple, let me just fucking pause that. Get your shit together, bruh. My God, I apologize. That's like the worst. That's like the my worst enemy as an audio engineer. That right there, that's the fucking worst thing. Um, I apologize. Um, I don't have a I don't have a, a chair. I don't have a seat. I usually sit on my drum throne, but when my family was here, they were staying with us. We used it. And then when my brother moved into his house, they all went to their, his new house, right? And they didn't have enough chairs yet, you know? He, he's just moving in. He's going to get all his new furniture and stuff. So I said, just borrow the throne. It's cool. You know, sit down, you know, <laughs> take a seat. Um, and so they took the throne and um, 
Yeah, so I don't I don't actually have well, I guess I could use the kitchen table chair, but it's cool. I'm gonna stand. That's my point. I'm standing right. I'm gonna do this whole podcast episode standing. I need one of those desks that raise up. Those um what do they call elevated desk or whatever? Standing desk. Sit stand desk. Yeah. We need that. So I'm gonna do it standing up. Fuck it. And also, if you're on the YouTube, uh watching this on YouTube, you probably see that I don't have any video feed. Uh, yeah, I don't have a video feed, a camera, I didn't set it up. Uh, I'll be honest with you guys. Let's be straight up honest. Like, um, So my face is totally breaking out right now. And yeah, I'm a little self-conscious about it. And I and I am. I've had this my whole life and it's kind of like come and gone. I find that it flares up aggressively when I'm under immense stress. So, and which I have been this last week. It's been, it's been crazy. I don't even know how much of it I really want to divulge like openly, but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I want to go there. Maybe we will. Um, but the thing is, what I want to talk about is that it's been a year, right? It's been a year and it's not just like stuff I'm going through. I just happen to do this podcast and I have a voice to, to talk. I mean, we all have voices. We all can do whatever we want. You know what I mean? But like, this is just my voice, my small, insignificant voice shouting into the field. And um, one, I appreciate you listening, of course. But like two, oh, man, my mind, like, I go, I, I just really kind of, I think about all this stuff. And I was, I was going through some shit and I was thinking about, it's amazing. It's amazing how, how people treat you differently when they want something from you, right? This is not something new, you know, this is not nothing new, but it's interesting. I find it very fascinating. People that, that may have been, you know, you think like, oh, your friends are closer. I'm talking about like coworkers and bosses and managers and all that shit. And we live in a completely different landscape in the work environment right now. It's, it's a weird place for that, you know, because the pandemic and people trying to be safe and what's essential and what's not. And people are, people are literally, literally putting their lives on the line um, and jeopardizing safety to to go to work. You know what I mean? And some places don't even have, you know, the proper safety uh, in store. You know what I mean? With cleaning and sanitizing and masks and all this sort of thing. You know, so. Um, I guess, I guess really, as you can see, my mind is going to a million different places because I'm just, we're just talking here, but I think what I, <laughs> I think what I really want to say is that, um, you know, we're all living, we're all living these difficult times, right? So as easy as it is for me to look internally and say, oh, I'm going through a bunch of shit. Well, yeah, of course. As easy as it is for me to to say, like, you know, oh, hey, um, I'm going through this drama and it's fucking affecting me and it's pissing me off and here's why. I, f I feel a lot of times that it's insignificant because of all of the other stuff that's going on in this world and how bad it is for everyone and everyone else. And there's always somebody who has it worse than you. You know what I mean? So I want to take a moment and just to stop for a second and just think about 
all the people that are out there right now dealing with the crowds on Black Friday during a pandemic, going out and trying to get that big screen TV, you know, trying to get the sales, trying to get the deals. And they're just like, dude, those employees at Target, like those employees at Walmart, you know, like the employees at the pizza shop that you're going to quickly get pizza from for lunch. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I just like, the holidays have always been this magical, awesome time for me. I've always enjoyed the holidays from, from October to the beginning of the new year. Those are always like the special, most amazing times of the year for me. And why is that? Well, it's because I had a great childhood with these memories. Halloween, um, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, parties, good times. You know what I mean? Like my parents busted their ass to give us these memories and times. And it's almost like, you know, once you grow up, once you are not a child anymore, you grow up, you, you get into the real world, you see, you know, how difficult it is. And I look at the sacrifice that they did the sacrifice a lot of people did. And it's like, I'm thinking of others and I'm thinking to myself, like, dude, think about like, it's, it's great, but it, it has a different feel when you get older, right? It has a little different element to it. And I think not that it's like changed or it's horrible. It's terrible. It's just different feeling. This is a difficult time for people too. This is not the most amazing, wonderful time for everyone. You have to understand like, yeah. I know you understand. I'm just like, I'm just, just rhetorically speaking. It's like, no, think about, I was, I was doing this at work. I was just like, I had a whole night of this. I was just thinking, think about the people who have lost somebody they love this year, you know, not just due to COVID. I mean, there's hundreds of thousands of people, but think about just in general, think of the, think of the people that you know, or don't know, just think of people that lost somebody due to cancer or an illness or a car crash or something tragic. Somebody got murdered. Think about that. That's happening, right? And how difficult it is for them to, to deal with the holidays or even just everyday life when they've spent those times with that person that's no longer with them. And it just really starts to, really starts to get at me. I'm like, man, think about it. Like, it's not, not all peaches and cream. Think about... Think about all of the people who lost their job this year. Think about the people that lost their job because they got fired after, you know, the pandemic started. Or not even from that, just in general. They got fired for whatever reason. Whether their own doing or not their own doing. You know what I mean? Like they lost their job. Think about all the, all the kids who had to get pulled out of school. All the parents who had to uproot their kids out of elementary school, junior high, and high school, college. Think about all the high school grads that didn't even get to go to school this year. That didn't really even technically get to graduate high school officially the real way. At first, like, oh, hell yeah, summer vacation comes early. But then it's like, oh, wait, no, this actually fucks up things and affects stuff. You know, think about that. And they're thinking about where to go to college if they choose to. Or what to do next. It's confusing. Shit, I was confused as shit when I graduated high school. I mean, all I knew I wanted to do was music. But that was it. Everyone's like, I'm going to college. Okay, great. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like, So it's confusing already. Enough. 
on top of this crazy world that we live in. I think about I think about those those times when I'm I'm going into you know get get some French fries at McDonald's or I go I grab a pizza or I do something I see the employees working there and I'm like damn you know what I mean like essential employees you know you got to be in to do stuff it's tough because it's just like scraping by, trying to get through. Like, I got a gig, I'm working, I get it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I'm ha- I had this like crazy like epiphany that this last week about like the holidays and in general and just about everything that's going on in the world. And um, I don't know. I think deeply about this shit. And this is just, again, I'll go back to my original statement. This is just me with my insignificant voice shouting into a field and I appreciate you listening. Take it for what it is. But I think deeply about this shit. And it bothers me sometimes. Like I really get, I get bothered by stuff because I like things that, you know, are fair. And I like things that make sense. And I like to to reason with things. And a lot of things aren't fair. And a lot of things don't make sense. And a lot of times I can't reason with a lot of stuff. And it, it drives me nuts. It's crazy. I'm just, I'm just thinking about you all, you know, thinking about you. If right now, like if you're struggling, if you're, if you're having difficult times right now, like I see you, you know, I see you, I understand. Like I get it. You know, I mean, think about all the, all of the the doctors and nurses and and in the medical field, like just how crazy it's been this year. And I think about all that. I, you know, I think about, I think about our, our veterans who have, for, you know, not all of them, but, and a good large in part have, you know, not been treated fairly after they get out of the service. You know, it's hard for them to get the care that they need. And I think about that. It's a difficult time. You know, I, I, you know, I don't know. I just thought a lot about like my situation and what's going on. I'm like, what the fuck am I talking? What am I even thinking about? Like there, there are people who fucking lost their family this year that are celebrating alone. I just wanted to do, I just want to do something for him. I just want to like, I can't, you know, I can't, I can sit here and fucking talk into this microphone. And I know it's not enough. It's never going to be enough, but if I could just use my voice and if anyone hears it, if it gives any bit of comfort, you know, just know that I'm thinking of you, you know? That's why it's been, it's actually been difficult for the last couple of weeks for me to do an episode. I've been thinking a lot about this. And I'm like, oh my God, how the fuck do I talk about the launch of the Xbox and PS5 and all the stuff when like my mind is clouded with this stuff, you know? It's difficult. But, uh, that's what you get with me. I know you get you get this. 
Sometimes we we break down and we we're real about shit. You know? I love playing games. I love the fantasy world, but you know the reality is that we don't live in a fantasy world and we have to come to terms with that sometimes. You know? It's cool. It's cool because if we stick together, if we all band together, you know, we can make change and we can we can get through stuff together. And that's and again, that's really all I all I want is community and um yeah, just share whatever's going on inside of my mind with you. I hope it helps. Going to take a quick break. I'm going to go in the kitchen, get some coffee, and we'll come back and we'll see if we can move forward and talk about some stuff that's going on in the gaming world. Basically, games that have really a release day, launch day games. I made a list. I spent like an hour making a list. It's awesome, actually. So let me just bend down here and grab this mouse. Hold on. I'll be right back. Let me just tell you. This coffee smells fucking amazing. It's really hot right now, and it'll burn my mouth because I got sensitive skin. But let me just tell you, I cannot wait to drink this. I just, you know, I just have the good old-fashioned OG Folgers. You know, I don't give a fuck. I just drink Folgers, okay? Yeah, I've got the fancy stuff. I've got the fancy stuff. I'm shout out to my homie Bida. We sent us some really awesome coffee uh, last month. And we're excited to try it. We're just working through what we have open so it's fresh. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, I got the fancy stuff. We we bought some from this company called Bones. They're really great. They have awesome, awesome coffee. But, you know, straight up, bro. Just take me to Walmart. Give me the fucking red tub of Folgers. And I put Snickerdoodle creamer in it. And then I bought this um, this coffee flavoring powder stuff um, from, uh, oh, shit. I forget what the name is. I forget what the I just bought a whole shitload of them because they're so good. Um, but anyway, I flavored it with some cin cinnamon swirl. Oh, my God. It just smells like a it smells like a holiday heaven. It smells really good. So, yeah, excited to have it. Um, derailment. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into this, the episode. And it, hopefully, hopefully what I said earlier and all that, you know, I don't know, makes sense or does something or, or makes you feel a certain way. That's just, it's like music. Music always has to make me feel a certain way for it to do something. And I want to bring it back to you guys. I want to thank you for your support. Um, we've had a crazy year. It's been a, it's been a, a you know, a, a crazy year. And as such, I have continued to try to enlighten and uh, empower and there's a lot of you on Patreon who see that and are supporting because of that. And I appreciate you so much. I have three floors there on the uh, the Patreon, ground floor, main floor, and game loft. And all the people you see on your screen here, amazing. Thank you so much. As we round out 2020 and move on to 2021, we're going to move forward strong, passionate, and uh, optimistic, excited, but also we understand, we understand where the wounds are. We understand how they can be healed and we will continue to try to heal them and move forward as best way we can. That's what I'm thinking. But uh, honestly, throughout this year, thank you patrons, every one of you. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. Love you so much. Let's uh, let me bend down and grab this mouse and let's talk about. Well, congratulations. Actually, let me get a soundboard. Congratulations, everyone. Congratulations to you. <laughs> congratulations, you, the gamer. I mean, it's pretty awesome that we had have had a new console launch because um, this is an exciting time. And the holidays are always when they do it, right? So here we are. Good stuff. PS5, Series X have launched. Congratulations. It's a good time for all of us in that regard. Happy launch day. Um, November 10th is when it, the Series X launched. And uh, November 12th, a few days later, the PS5. And it was a couple weeks ago. This is when I made all this stuff. So let's talk. So here's what it launched with, because this is going to correlate into this lengthy discussion about launch games, which I think is, is actually really cool to look back. I don't think anyone's ever made a list of all of the launch games from the Atari 2600 to current. And I was like, I'm going to be the first to do that shit. Because we got time. I got my coffee. Y'all are hunkering down. You got your headphones on, your AirPods. You listen to me through the big speakers. Yeah, it sounds good on all of it. That's right, baby. That's right. I'm doing that. I'm working on that for you, baby. November 10th. So it launched with a series X. Here we go. It launched with Assassin's Creed, Valhalla, Yakuza, Like a Dragon, Gears Tactics, Tetris Effect, A Falconeer, Dirt 5, Watch Dogs Legion, Cod Blops. No, <laughs> Cod Blops. Call of Duty uh, Black Ops Cold War. I guess that launched three days after launch or whatever, but I put it on there anyway. Devil May Cry, Special Edition. Observer, System Redux. NBA 2K21. Fortnite. Borderlands 3, Man Eater. Oh, man, I still need to play that game. I wanted that game when it came out. It's done by Tripwire. That's where you play as a shark and you actually go and eat humans. We got uh, we got to get that. That ought to be a fun stream. Mortal Kombat 11. Enlisted, Evergate, Dead by Daylight, Cuisine Royale, Bright Memory 1.0, Yes, Your Grace, Warhammer, uh, The Tourist, Manifold Garden, and King Oddball. Those are all the games that were released on the Series X day one, except Cod Blops, Cold Poop. That was uh, three days after launch. I always talk shit about Call of Duty, uh, you know, and I say I make jokes just because it's punny, it's fun. But don't make no mistake. I, I do enjoy Call of Duty. In fact, I really want to play the Cold War. I want to play it. it takes place in the 80s. I'm going to use some of them 80s guns. Boy. That'd be fun. PlayStation 5 launched November 12th. A few days later. Launched with these games. You're going to see a lot of similarities, just so you know. Astro's Playroom. That's Sony's exclusive game there. Borderlands 3. Bug Snacks. I haven't heard of that one before. Bug Snacks. Yummy. Sounds good. Like gummy worms? Give me some of those. I fucking love sour gummy worms. Oh my God, they're my fucking bait. So good. Cod Blops, Cold Poop, Dead by Daylight, Demon Souls, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, Dirt 5, Fortnite, Godfall, Goonia Fighter, 
Did I say that? Gunya? G-O-O-N-Y-A. Gunya fighter? King Oddball. Man eater. She's a man eater. She got a hold of you. Uh, Marvel. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Spider-Man remastered even. Two Spider-Man games. Two Spider-Men. Spider-Men. That's plural men. Spiders. Men. Mortal Kombat 11. NBA 2K21, No Man's Sky, The Next Generation. <clears throat> no Man's Sky, The Next Generation. Wait, is that like a sequel to that game? Or is that just like DLC? Or is that just the original? Is that what it was called? Was that its full name? No Man's Sky, Next Generation? I, I really don't know. Observer System Redux, Overcooked, All You Can Eat. Overcooked is actually a really fun game. It's fun and cute. Fun and cute, da, 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 da. fun and cute, dun, 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 dun. Um, the pathless plant coaster console edition. Oh, plant fucking coaster, planet coaster. Jesus, I need my coffee. Poker club, and then Sackboy. Oh, Warhammer, Watchdogs Legion, and WRC nine. Oh wow, WRC nine, World Rally Cross nine. Interesting. Dirt five was on there, right? Yeah, okay. I haven't picked up Dirt 5. I heard the PC version's not optimized right yet. No wheel support, a bunch of other stuff. But it looks fun as shit. It's the same people who did Onrush and the same people who did um, my favorite my favorite game on uh, PlayStation 3. Um, oh, my God. I am fucking brain dead. I cannot think of the name. The most amazing racing game, the launch title, too, in fact. I can't think of it. It's Evolution Studios. I'm looking at it. I got all three of them right. I'm looking at them. What are they? Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. Brain dead. So congratulations to um, all of... Oh, Motorstorm. Motorstorm. Sorry. See, I heard you yelling through your... I, I heard you yelling into your speaker so fucking loud that I actually heard you. Thank you. Motorstorm. Um, I haven't gotten the next-gen console yet. Um, I will in a year or two. There's absolutely no reason for me specifically in my current situation to get a next-gen console right now. There are no exclusive first-party games that I must have and must play right now, okay? Uh, and reality is, uh, last year I made a purchase and got a, a very nice, well-built PC to hook up with my streaming and gaming and all of that sort of thing. So... Let's just be honest. I have Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, and it is fucking the best value. And we've talked about this. It's the best value when it comes to gaming. For uh, for anyone in the, the Xbox or Microsoft ecosystem, PC gamers, Series X, 360, Xbox One, all of that. It really... Because of my Xbox Ultimate Game Pass subscription, I was able to plug in my Xbox 360, which I did last night on Twitch. Shameless plug. I played Hydro Thunder Hurricane with you, the community, last night on Twitch Live and with random people, which it's still active. People are still playing. And I could still get online and play. It's amazing. Like, come on. It's great. It's great. I love it. I love it. I love it. I just love what Microsoft is doing. I'm not, a, again, I feel like I always have to say a disclaimer. I'm not a fanboy when it comes. I'm very open-minded about all of it. This is why... That's why I love to podcast and talk about stuff. I love all the stuff. I call it as I see it. I mean, the, the compatibility, the backwards compatibility that Microsoft is giving to their to their customer base, to their their fan base, dude. The Series X can play 
original OG Xbox games, not all, of course, but a lot, in 360, and they up it to 4K. Like, come on. And I have a PC. I'm on Xbox Game Pass. I love it. I love it. Such value. So, no, I don't, I mean, I'm looking at my PC right now. Well, there's there's the equivalent of uh, four Xbox Series Xs right there. I'm looking at it. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't need to purchase the console and have, or even a PS5 for that matter. Down the road, yes, of course. Of course. It's like the iPhone. I'm on the every other, or I don't know, every four years I'll get one. Because this is the same shit. Not, not necessarily on the consoles. They're not the same every time. But the fucking iPhone's been the same since... Really, since it came out, if we want to be real. Um, yeah, um, I guess I did have a little bit of news. Can I talk about this news? Wow, I did make notes. I have like two articles. All right, let's blaze through them. Why not? This may be a longer episode. Whatever. I've been gone for a, a week. Uh, so did you know that there was a remake of the game 13? Remember that cel-shaded first-person shooter that came out in the early 2000s? 13, the title's XIII, you know, the Roman numeral. It's it's called 13, and I love it. I have it on PC, and I have it on, I don't know, PS2? I don't know. It's one of the consoles. But I played it on PC, and I love it. It's so great. It's a beautiful-looking game, story-driven, a lot of fun. Well, I didn't even know they were going to do a remake of it until recently, and like, oh, boom, I hear that they're apologizing for the technical issues and I started to look into it. And I'm like, damn, they had a really rough launch. So I just want to say, if you were interested in that, which I am, but I'm going to wait for them to fix it and all that sort of thing. But oh, it was uh, from 2003. There's my notes, 2003. Um, so yeah, they had a overwhelmingly negative review uh, that's going on right now on Steam because of the bad technical issues with it. Issues with AI frame rate, audio as well non-functional multiplayer, general bugs. Also, people are pissed about the art style. It's not really cel-shaded anymore. It looks more like Fortnite. People are pissed. I get it, bro. Oh, you want to fucking put a dagger in your game? Make it look like Fortnite. <laughs> just, just call it as I see it. Let's fucking be real. Well, I'm just kidding. I mean, you could have fun games. It can, I mean, you can have fun games that look like Fortnite. I'm just saying. Don't think that that's some sort of marketing trick that's going to work today. I, I really I really don't know about that. Uh, the developers, they're named Play Magic, and they've issued a joint statement with their publisher as well, saying, quote, expectations have not been met by the launch version as we hear loud and clear your legitimate criticism and disappointment. They apologize for the technical issues, going on to say, in this present state, 13 does not meet our quality standards, and we fully understand players' frustrations. That's what they said, end quote. Hey, newsflash, don't fucking release your games. If they're, bro if they're not finished yet and they're broken, just don't release it. They said here in a statement too, COVID-19 pandemic for, uh, has played and impacted a role in the game's production on many levels, they've said. Now, I get that completely. But this isn't some like blockbuster AAA game like... Dude, just come out and say, like, yo, we're working on it, but hey, we're not ready. It's not done. You know what? Dirt, I say this because not that they were doing this for a launch on the new consoles. They weren't. So there's actually no excuse. You see, Dirt 5 was, was pushed, and these are just my words, 
because I, I, I've been following them. I see it. Dirt 5 was not done. All right. Codemasters had not finished it yet. It was, it was rough. And they had to force it out for the launch of these new consoles. And I think they've, uh, uh, th- from what people have said on the, um, the Steam page there, and from what it looks, they've, they've patched, they've issued a patch every single day, or at least the first like three or four days, every day since the launch. I mean, like it's broken, you know what I mean? It's not ready. And it's tough because they have to meet those, those um, deadlines. So I know there's a lot of internal things that are going on in game development. I get that. I just, I just feel like it's better to say, hey, Newsflash, we're not ready to launch this because of what they said. It doesn't, in this present state, it doesn't meet our quality standards. Well, then don't release it. Maybe it was all part of the plan to get the negative press and then fix it. I don't know. You never know. You never know. Uh, two weeks ago, another round of Twitch DMCA takedowns blanket the platform. And we all we all know this. That's been happening. <clears throat> I mean, you know, it's it's definitely happening on Twitch big time right now because the their you know RIAA is definitely knocking down the doors here. They're they're coming through and they see money, so they're they're going for it. So they're they're doing the DMCA. Twitch has to respond to these DMCA takedowns, and in some cases, um, channels are getting banned outright. And so it's a scary time. I get it. It's really really scary. So um. Twitch uh, explained that the number of DMCA notifications it received from major record labels have surged, going from, quote, fewer than 50 each year, fewer than 50 each year, to, quote, thousands beginning in May. Uh, They, of course, recommended to streamers uh, to... This is what they're recommending, because what's happening is these... The DMCA takedowns are not just going from music now. They're going after some sound effects and also in-game music. So people who are playing like Rock Band and Guitar Hero, they're getting fucking DMCA strike on the games that they're playing because they play the music. Dude, think about that. Think about that. Think about one day you're just hanging out, you're playing fucking Guitar Hero, and you get like four DMCA strikes, and you wake up and your account is banned, and you can't log into your Twitch anymore. It's gone because of that. That's literally what's happening right now. In response to that, some streamers have been, which is, I think this is great. They've been protesting by playing games with the sound off completely to highlight how absurd this is. Hashtag DMCA sound off. Watching Rocksmith players grunt and silently nod along the songs. It's pretty funny. Actually, I really think that's great. It just shows how ridiculous this is and that there needs to be a better system. There needs to be a better system. We live in this digital age. We got to figure it out. Um, I put this in here because not, I mean, I could talk about DMCA takedowns and copyright and all this. I could talk about this every single episode. I put this in here specifically because I want to just like throw out a personal PSA. And I'm not saying this because I make music. I'm not saying this because I'm providing royalty-free music to you to use. And it's a great way for me to plug this. I mean, yes, it's kind of, it's shameless. I know. Yes. But I also want to say this right now, folks, right now, if you're a content creator, If you are an artist, if you are creating Twitch live streams, YouTube videos, podcasts, online entertainment, if you're creating that, reach out to your creative friends right now. Send them an email. Send them a DM. Get in their Discord. Say hello. Introduce yourself. Make yourself known. Get on their list and work with them. Straight up, quit fucking around with this. 
Hire your friends. This is what I'm saying. Hire your friends. You have creative friends. Great. Someone getting off, getting their foot in the door. They want to create music. They're creating stuff. Great. Hire them. Pay them for their music. Say, I would love for you to create an intro for me. I would love for you to create some music for me. I would love for you to create background music for me. I would love an intro for my Twitch, my YouTube, my podcast. Hey, can you voice over this? Hey, can you work with me? And at least hopefully your friends and the people that you're working with don't don't do like what they do on Fiverr and they just go rip other assets and then claim it as their own. That's fucking horse shit. You got to watch that. Hire somebody reputable. Hire somebody that you know their background. You know that they're going to do things on the up and up. But seriously, reach out to your friends. You need artwork or something. Hire some friends. Hey, you're a great illustrator. Do my album cover. You know what I mean? Like work with them. This is the time to do this. We need to band together and work with each other to get through this. And then you won't have any issues. You won't have any issues. And I say all this because I want, I want you to reach out to your friends and your community and, and, and do that. And then I'm going to shamelessly bring it back to myself. Why? Because that's, this is exactly what I've been trying to do and working at doing my entire adult life in doing entertainment. I'm creating, I can create your music. I can create your voiceover. I can do this. I can help you. I can help you with OBS. I can tutor you. I can mentor you. I can help you with this shit. If you're struggling with it, you don't know where to start. You're having issues. You know what? Fucking hire me. I will help you. You know what? Send me, get in my discord and just write to me. Let's just talk. You know what I mean? Let's just chat it up. You got, you got a whole list of background beats here. You can play. A lot of great stuff. And so I was sitting there going, man, you know, like we are living like the news is all about this right now. The news is huge about this right now. The DMCA takedowns. People are freaking out. They're not knowing what to do. Well, here's what you do. Hire your friends. Give a round of applause. That's what we need to do. Hire your motherfucking friends. Hire. Work together. You know, and value that too. Value that too. How many years have I been a starving artist and people want to shit for free? I get that. Some things you can do for free. Some little things you can do. Tips, tricks, men, you know, like you can talk about stuff, but like, look, please, please don't go at your friend saying like, look, I'm just getting started. I'd like $3. Can you, can you maybe like, I get that you're broke. All right. Like I understand that, but also be respectful. There's a way to do it respectfully. You know what I mean? So value value your friends and what they do because it is difficult. It is difficult and it takes years of experience. It takes years to, to come to the table with that skill. You know what I mean? I saw this great article about that. Somebody in woodworking, someone was like, Hey, can you like, can you just like sand this and make me a table? Or it was something like they were making furniture, like handmade wood furniture. And someone asked, like, how much the table is? And they're like, well, the table's $500. And they're like, $500? Why is the table so expensive? Oh, this should only be, like, maybe 150 bucks. The wood only cost, there's that. The wood only cost, like, you know, 60 bucks at Home Depot. And this, this carpenter, this woodworker, posted this. And it was online. I saw it. I should have saved it. It was great. They posted, like, well, I started woodworking when I was 13 years old. And I have 
you know, I, I've purchased the sand belt and, and, and this and these tools that are irreplaceable and, and my skill and my time and my craft and honing. Okay, well, you're paying for the last 25 years of my life working on this, my expertise. Like, there's a lot that goes involved. There's a lot that goes involved. And I see this a lot even with audio. It's like people, it's tough because you don't have to be rich or a millionaire in order to to get good audio or have like the highest end gear, you can have really low end gear and still get great results. And I don't, I don't think you necessarily need to like throw down a thousand bucks to have your podcast set up, you know, however, it's all about how you use it. It's all about how you use it. So it's about like, Hey, if you want me to show you how to make your podcast sound amazing on really inferior, low end cheap gear. Yeah. I mean, maybe pay me for an hour of my time and I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you about it and, and really get it going. You know what I mean? Like, I'll talk with you, but I just, I don't know. We have to value each other. We have to value each other. We're working hard. We're trying to do things. Um, some things can be free and some things cannot be. Can I have a sip of this coffee? Are you, can you have a sip too? Here you go. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's good. Oh yeah, that's good. Oh, I'm, I just want to say I'm, I apologize because this episode is going to be longer than the normal hour, but I don't really care. I'm happy to be here and happy to chat with y'all. So we're going to hunker down for the long haul. 40 minutes in, we're just starting the, the gaming section here of a list of all launch games. Oh, should I turn this on? Should I turn this on? A list of all launch games for some of the game consoles. And I picked just like the U.S. launch because... The episode would be 10 hours if I picked all, like Europe, Japan, you know what I mean? So um, so the first generation of gaming, let's go back. Let's talk about this. In the celebration of the launch of the S Series X and the PS5, let's go take a look back in time at the games that have released for consoles. And the first generation really is considered the Magnavox Odyssey, of course, and Atari's Pong. I still have that. My dad uh, had one and gave it to me the original Pong, and which then Pong blew up and the industry really became a thing after that. But before that, there really wasn't even like a gaming thing. And sure, you can go back to, you know, computer space. We can talk about, it. I know, I don't know. I'm talking about actual console launches here. So then enter the second gen where the home consoles were really a thing. That's the Atari 2600, 1977. Launched in the U.S. September 11th, 1977 with Air Sea Battle, Basic Math, uh, but that was a real winner. Blackjack, Combat, which is amazing, my fa- one of my favorite games, Indy 500, Starship, Street Racer, Surround, and Video Olympics. Those are all, all actually pretty good games, except math. That one, I bet you the kids hated that one. Indy 500, I haven't played that. I'm going to have to check that out. I'm going to have to get a copy of that. Is that on the, see, I have the one with the paddle. I have the plug and play with the paddle. I wonder if it's on there. Let's look. Um, okay, moving forward a few years, the good old-fashioned ColecoVision launched August 1982. Launched with Carnival, Cosmic Adventure, Donkey Kong, uh, Blackjack Poker, Ladybug, Mousetrap, Smurf Rescue. Oh my gosh, they had a licensed game. It's amazing. Space Fury, Space Panic, Turbo. That's a great game. That's from Sega. Venture and Zaxxon. Moving on to the third generation of gaming. 
was the Famicom and NES, Nintendo Entertainment System. And I call it NES. I don't call it NES. That's just me. Because that's what we did as kids. October 18th, 1985. Oof. 85, man. Fuck. That was a great year. That was a great year. Launched with 10-yard fight, baseball, Kluku Land, Duck Hunt, Excite Bike, Golf, Gyromite, Hogan's Alley, like gun game, a lot of fun, Ice Climber, Ice Climber, Kung Fu, Pinball, Soccer, Stack Up, Tennis, Wild Gunman, Wrecking Crew, and of course, Super Mario Bros. Yep, Super Mario Bros. June 1986, guess what? The Sega Mark III Master System. Are you ready? Launched in the U.S. June 1986 with two games. Two games. Hang On and Safari Hunt. Amazing. Hang On. Amazing. Moving on to the fourth generation, the Mega Drive Genesis. August 14th, 1989. Space Harrier 2. Last Battle, Thunder Force 2, Altered Beast, Alex Kidd, Ghouls and Ghosts. Great, great games. That was a pretty good lineup, to be honest. Like, think about that. Space Harrier, Thunder Force, Altered Beast, Ghouls and Ghosts, fucking Alex Kidd. Like, wow. Yeah, that, that was good. Good launch. How about the Sega CD? Sega CD. October 15th, 1992. Sega Classics 4 and 1. Sherlock Holmes, Volume 1. Black Hole Assault. Cobra Command. Chuck Rock. In Excess, Make My Video. Oh my God, Marky Mark, Make My Video. Remember that shit? They had those where they're like, Make My Video. They're just music videos and shit. Oh my goodness. Night Trap and Sewer Shark. I mean, that's a pretty good launch too. Um... No real good platforming, though. Um, I guess Chuck Rock is, but still interesting. No racing either. Sega Classics 4 and 1. I wonder what was on that. I don't remember. But still, pretty good launch for the Sega CD. I mean, we had... Th those are rocky times for Sega, no doubt about it. Then, shortly after, November 21st, two years later, in 1994, the Sega 32X. And it launched with Doom... Star Wars Arcade and Virtual Racing Deluxe. I remember this. I remember the launch of that. And to be honest, I thought all, all three of those games were fucking awesome. I loved them. I had a friend who picked up the 32X. And to be honest, I love Star Wars Arcade. Even to this day, I, it's, it's great. I love it. Love it. Super Famicom, Super Nintendo, right on the toes of... Uh, of this uh, generation that we're talking about. Wow, why am I, I'm, I'm pausing because I'm out of order, I guess. Maybe not. Maybe I just did it by the consoles. Okay, uh, Super Nintendo, Super Famicom. August 23rd, 1991. Yeah, I was there for this. Remember this one, Super Mario World, F-Zero, Pilot Wings, SimCity, and Gradius 3. Amazing. We rotated through Super Mario World and F-Zero. Those carts would swap all day long. We CJ would play for a little while. He'd play some Mario World. 
I'm like, okay, I got to get some racing in. We, okay, pop, pop in F-Zero. I do a bunch of races. Okay, now, now me to play, me to play, me to play. Okay, switch back. And we'd go back and forth. Remember that. Tons of fun. Moving on to the fifth generation in gaming. Are you ready for the Sega Saturn? Sega Saturn, May 11th, 1995. Clockwork night. Daytona. Daytona USA. Panzer Dragoon. Pebble Beach Golf Links, Virtual Fighter, and Worldwide Soccer. So pr- actually, actually, that's a pretty good launch list there. I mean, Clockwork's great. Daytona, Panzer, I mean, Virtual Fighter. They kind of had everything there. Pebble Beach Golf, couple sports games. Yeah, that was a that's a good launch. I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty good. Coming up next, the original PlayStation, the PS1, September 9th, 1995. Are you ready for this? Air Combat. Battle Arena Toshinden, ESPN Extreme Games, Kill League, the DNA Imperative, NBA Jam Tournament Edition, Power Serve 3D Tennis, The Raiden Project, Rayman, Ridge Racer, Street Fighter the Movie, oh boy, Total Eclipse, oh boy, Zero Divide. Okay, we got the PlayStation on that year for Christmas. I don't have video of it. I don't think anyway, which I actually have video of the N64. And every time around the holidays, that video always spikes in and views because people are searching it. But check it out on my YouTube. I posted up of us getting the N64 on Christmas. We got the, the PlayStation 1 at Christmas as well. Mine was the bundle. It came with Ridge Racer bundled with it. That was the only game I had for a long time. And then I remember, I remember going to the mall. It's really funny. Going to the mall... And walking into uh, Babbage's, Babbage's software, and looking at the wall and picking out a, a, the only game that really looked interesting to me at the time, and that was Total Eclipse Turbo. It was like a, almost like a third-person spaceship sort of shooter type game, and I was like, oh my god, yes. And I remember, I remember picking it up and looking at it and being like really excited about it, and then buying it, and I bought it, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I went home. Bro, that game is fucking terrible. Oh my gosh, it's so bad. The pop-in is terrible. The controls are garbage. It's so bland and boring. But I had bought it and I had to play it. Pause. Have a sip of coffee. Battle Arena Toshiden is a great fighter though too. Oh, it's ESPN Extreme Games. Oh, one of my favorites. Here's a story ESPN Extreme Games. I've told this before, but I'll say it again. Mm. coffee pause <clears throat> here's the thing about that same mall we were walking in Sears I was walking in Sears <clears throat> with my mom and I saw off on the on the side on the right in the electronics department there was a kiosk a Sony Playstation 1 kiosk now this was in Sears ain't nobody in Sears playing PS1 they're at Toys R Us they're at Babbage's they're at EB Games they're at Funko Land they're all there playing on the, the kiosk but in Sears Get the fuck out. If I remember correctly, it was almost next to like a, like a uh, women's like, um, I, I want to say lingerie. It's, I was a l- little boy. No, it wasn't. It was like a, a, like a women's department, like a clothes or intimate apparel or something. I don't know. It was really weird. It was like in between clothes and stuff. So like, why is this kiosk here? It was like kind of next to the electronics, but not really. Anyway, I went over there and I was just playing ESPN Extreme Games. It was on the PS1 demo kiosk there and I was freaking out 
out. I was like, mom, I was like the typical kid that you hear shouting back in the nineties. Mom, you have to see this. Uh, I even pulled out the A's. I even pulled out the A's at the end of every single sentence because it was that exciting. Mom, you have to see this. Uh, it's the PlayStation. Uh, Mom. So yeah, I pulled out the A's. Very exciting. And of course she came over and she's like, yes, that's nice, honey. That's nice. And I'm just like, ah, I'm just like, my head is spinning. Like rollerblades are on my feet for some reason. I don't know how they got there. And I was just like, ah, it was amazing. But yeah, ESPN Extreme Games, love that game. Oh my God, okay, we gotta move on. Uh, Nintendo 64, boom, let's do it. Launched September 29th in 1996. This was crazy. Another launch that I remember so great. This was insane. It is hard to speak and say and convey to you the magnitude that this console had when it launched in 96. It is Hard to tell you. I will not be able to. But this was like, this was like, if it was royalty, this was like the most amazing thing that could ever happen. In fact, just looking at the console, like when I went over, so I didn't get it at launch, right? I got it that Christmas, right? So we had to wait a few more months, <clears throat> three months. But my friend, Justin, he got it. And he was like, I have it. You have to come over. And I remember fucking getting on my my bike, my Dino Nitro, fucking biking it down the hill. I was probably going 200 miles an hour, just drifting bikes. Went to his house, and I remember running in there and just seeing it on the floor right by the TV. And I just remember look, getting like laying on the ground and looking at it and like touching it. I know this sounds really weird, but it was magical. This console had such a huge impact. The buildup. The buildup to this. We've been looking at it in Nintendo Power for like two years, three years. It was just crazy. And it launched with only two games, Pilot Wings and Super Mario 64, right? What? And you know what's crazy about that? Is when that launched with only those two games, what's crazy is maybe, maybe people said some stuff about it. Maybe they did. But from what I recall, what I remember, and for many months later, nobody said shit about it. It was that impactful. They could have launched that console with only Mario 64, and it would have been fine. Nobody would have said a word. Because Mario 64 was such an amazing, brand new, completely different style of game that we had never played before. That's insane. The 64 launch was nuts. I wish I could go back and relive it. It was amazing. Moving on, Atari Jaguar, November 1993, released with Cybermorph, Raiden, and Trevor McFur in the Crescent Galaxy. <sighs> yeah, that, that was a rough one. <laughs> I mean, Raiden's good. Mm. Raiden's good. But, but the old Jag, the Jag, it was a rough one. All right, sixth generation. Of gaming. Let's move on to the sixth generation. The Dreamcast. Oh, God. Love you, Dreamcast. September 9th, 1999. 99.99. That's it. Arrow Wings, Air Force Delta, Blue Stinger, Expendable, Flag to Flag, The House of the Dead 2. Hydro Thunder, Monaco Grand Prix, Mortal Kombat Gold, NFL 2K, NFL Blitz 2000. 
Pen Pen, Power Stone, Ready to Rumble Boxing, Sonic Adventure, Soul Calibur, TNN Motorsports Hardcore Heat, Tokyo Extreme Racer, and Trick Style. Wow. Can we fucking pause on that for a minute? Dude, that launch is epic. Epic proportions. Let me just say, and I don't say this because it's all popular, a bunch, uh, uh, you know, with all the, you know, the, the fanboys who are like, Dreamcast was the best console ever. Dude, we loved Dreamcast when it came out. All right. We loved it. It was overshadowed by the PlayStation 2. It was overshadowed greatly. Not to say that the Dreamcast is bad. Not at all. It was, you know what it was? You want to, you want to talk shit? Why don't you talk shit about DVDs? All right. Cause that's really what killed the Dreamcast. It wasn't like, yeah, okay. It was the PlayStation 2, but it was the support for DVD playback. That was what really killed it. That was what tipped people just a little bit over the fence. Like, oh, I don't know. Either one, both. Uh. Even Sega fans were like, shit, it can play DVDs? Damn. Damn. I know that because I remember all my friends were thinking that too. All my Sega friends were like, but it plays DVDs. Holy shit. And I know we were like, I know, I know, I know. Not that that was the know-all, be-all, but that was a huge thing back then. It really was. But look at that list. Jeez, Dreamcast launched with amazing games. Kudos. Kudos to them. They really tried. They really, they knew they were going up against PlayStation 2. Sega, fucking ballsy. They're really ballsy. I give it to them. I wish they were, I wish they were that ballsy today. And then here it is. Here it comes. October 26, 2000, the day the world stood still. The PlayStation 2. You know, it looked good for Dreamcast at first. You know, they got a jump on it. You know, they got a jump. They got almost a year jump uh, on Sony. And they really hit hard. But man, they just could not hold out against this. October 26, 2000, Armored Core 2. Dead or Alive 2, Dynasty Warriors 2, ESPN International Track and Field, ESPN Winter Games X, Eternal Ring, Evergrace, Fantavision, great game, Kesson, Madden NFL 2001, Midnight Club Street Racing, NHL 2001, Orphan, Scion of Sorcery, Q-Ball, Billiards Master, Ready to Rumble 2, Ridge Racer, Silent Scope, Smuggler's Run, Street Fighter EX3, Summoner, Surfing H3O, Swing Away Golf, Tech and Tag Tournament, Time Splitters for fuck's sake, Unreal Tournament for fuck's sake, Wild Wild Racing, and X Squad. X Squad's a great game. That's an EA game, actually. Really good. Oh my goodness, folks. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the story goes with that. I remember um, I did not get the PS2 at launch, but my friend did. Actually, I had a friend. He worked for Comcast at the time. So he, you know, he was balling. He, he had all the stuff. And he brought it over. He brought it over to the house. And we were like, what? And what did he bring over? He brought over Smuggler's Run and um, Unreal Tournament. Because we were playing Unreal Tournament on PCs, you know. And we were like, what the fuck 
It was amazing. Um, and then later on, he got um, uh, ATV Off-Road Fury. Later on down the road, we played the shit out of that. Uh, moving on. November, uh, let's see. November 18th in 2001, the Nintendo GameCube was launched. This one, uh, more of a soft launch. I, I mean, not soft launch, like they didn't launch it. But I mean, it didn't have a huge impact. It was... There was definitely a lot going on. The PlayStation 2 was out ruling the kingdom. The Dreamcast was still around. Mm, barely. It was barely hanging on. It was about it was about ready to meet its demise by this time. The original Xbox was awesome doing everything Halo-wise. You know? It was kicking ass. So then all the Nintendo fanboys were like, here we go. <laughs> and the GameCube actually has some great games. Great games at launch. All-Star Baseball 02. Batman Vengeance. Crazy Taxi. Dave Mira, Freestyle BMX, Disney's Tarzan, Luigi's Mansion, NFL 02, uh, NHL 02, Star Wars Rogue Squadron 2 Rogue Leader, one of the greatest Star Wars games ever, even today, mark my words. Super Monkey Ball, fantastic party game. I had that uh, when it came out as well. Great game. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 and Wave Race Blue Storm. At the time... At the time, I was super underwhelmed by Wave Race because I was like, yeah, it's a new Wave Race. Wave Race was one of my favorite games on the N64. Even to this day, I love it. So I was like, oh my God, I was super underwhelmed by it. And I'm going to be real with you. I haven't really even gone back to play it in, in recent times. I will change that because I bet you I'll come back with, with my, my insider amazing professional opinions now. And uh, I understand. No, no. I, I think what I was really wanting back then was just another Wave Race 64 and it just wasn't, it really wasn't that. But we'll try it again. Um, here we go. November 15th. A few days before the uh, GameCube came out. A couple days. November 15th, 2001. Here we go. The original Xbox. The direct Xbox. Oh, that's for my old school fans. Shrek. Halo. Oddworld. Dead or Alive 3. 4x4 Evo 2, NASCAR Thunder 02, Project Gotham Racing, Dark Summit, NHL 02, Air Force Delta Storm, Mad Dash Racing, Cell Damage. Actually, I found Cell Damage on GameCube just uh, the other day at Bookman's for eight bucks. That was pretty good. That's a great game. Um, Madden NFL 02, NASCAR Heat 02, Trans World Surf, Arctic Thunder. Test drive off-road open. Test drive off-road wide open. Say that one 10 times fast. Fusion Frenzy. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2X. And NFL Fever 02. Great games. Another great launch for Microsoft. And you know, what's nice about this is that we this is the four controller port generation. That's kind of what I call it. N64 really pioneered that. But we had the N64, the Dreamcast, the GameCube, the Xbox, they all had four controller ports right in the front. Boom. And this was like these developers were making games with that in mind. They're like, you know, we're going to push the boundaries. We're going to allow this couch co-op, this multiplayer action right there from the couch without having to do adapters. And uh, yeah, it was great times. Great times. All right. Seventh generation Xbox 360 launch. An amazing console. Amazing console. It definitely had its issues when it launched. Do we remember this? We remember all of the red rings of death. Oh my gosh. I think I, I think the story was 
How many did I go through? Two? I think I went through two of them before I said, fuck it. I'll buy it down the road when it gets redesigned and shit. I was, I was over it. I got a refund. So I waited. And it wasn't until 20, 2010. 2010. When I got the Xbox 360 Slim 250 gigabyte hard drive, the one that's kind of glossy looking, uh, the black glossy looks really nice. That was the console I played last night. And in fact, I synced it to my Microsoft account. They're like, hey, do you have any other consoles and stuff? Put the serial number in. I put the serial number in. It's like, boom. Okay, cool. Yeah, your warranty expired in 2011, but that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I don't care. <laughs> Amazing. Anyway, um, November 22nd, 2005. Amped 3, Call of Duty 2, Condemned Criminal Origins. I just played through this. I just played through this last month for October. And actually, I really enjoyed that game. Condemned, Criminal Origins, a great game. You should play it. FIFA 06, um, Madden NFL 06, NBA 2K6, NBA Live 06, Need for Speed, Most Wanted, NHL 2006, a lot of sports. Perfect Dark Zero, Peter Jackson, King Kong, Project Gotham Racing 3, Quake 4, Ridge Racer 6, Tiger Woods, PGA 06, Tony Hawk, American Wasteland. Notice the sports focus. Not that that's bad. I'm not saying it's bad at all. Just look at that. That's a lot of focus on sports. I think they were really trying to hit that market hard right then. That must have been a really popular thing. November 22nd, 2005. Still a great launch. I think there's a lot of great stuff there. There's, there's shooters. There's great sports. There's a Call of Duty game. There's a racing game. Yeah, Tony Hawk's in there. Perfect Dark. There's a shooter. I mean, great stuff. Great stuff. How about Xbox Live Arcade? This was a little, little, um, a ding woo. A little ding woo. Should I give you one? There it is, a little ding woo. Xbox, Xbox Live Arcade. Oh my God, I love that. If I haven't heard that in a while. Xbox Live Arcade launched with Geometry Wars, Mutant Storm Reloaded, Joust, Gauntlet, Heretic HD, uh, Bejeweled, Blank Shot Billiards 2, Outpost. Hardwood Backgammon and Hardwood Heart. So a little, some card games, some fun stuff there. Very cool. And I'm, there's another thing, another accomplishment I'm really proud of is that in 2011, a year after Xbox Live Arcade launched, I had the privilege to produce audio for a game that was featured on there. It was really my first break, my first real gig producing um, audio for a game that was on a real commercial console. And uh, thank you, Jason Keiderling, Mr. Maze with Balloons himself. And uh, yeah, I did the audio for Conquest, which is in the Xbox Live Arcade. And it's a little tank RTS game. Did all the audio in there and music's great. And you can listen to the soundtrack. It's on Spotify. Check it out. It's on my website as well. Awesome. Awesome. That was great. Moving on. PlayStation 3, November 17th, 2006. Remember this one? Uh, I really wasn't actually going to talk about the stories behind the launches, but I remember, like, as I bring these up, I just remember all the launches. Like, it's cool. It's really cool. This would be a great episode to, like, re-listen to in, like, 10 years. The PlayStation 3 launched November 17th. Remember this greatly. I have pictures I should post of me in my Abercrombie and Fitch uh, hoodie, you know, and my ripped, washed jeans and my spiky, uh, spiky frosted tipped hair. Yep, that was me. Um, that was me in the 2000s, but, uh, we went in, my brother Kyle and I, and his girlfriend at the time, we all went in 200 each 
So I went in 200, he went in 200, she went in 200, and we just went in and bought it because it was 600 fucking bucks. It was a very expensive console. Even in 2006, I mean, 600 bucks, man, that was like, today it'd be like, what, 800 bucks, 1,000 bucks? I don't know. Something crazy. It's a lot of money. So we all went in kind of three-way and uh, bought the console. Pause for the coffee. Yeah, man, I remember unboxing it and setting it up on the big screen and having fun. We weren't even on HDMI yet. Our house was not even on HDMI yet. We didn't even have a widescreen TV yet, folks. Holy shit. We were using fucking composite at that time. And that's video. So yeah, we did not have HDMI. We had an old 1991 Pioneer Premier 4x3 rear projection theater TV downstairs that weighed 8 million pounds and was built into the fucking entertainment center that could not move. It was so heavy. In fact, when my parents sold the house, they just left it all down there. Like, you know what? It comes with the house. People are like, uh, what? Like, yeah, we're not moving it. You're probably not moving it. If the house blew up tomorrow, that would still be standing. I'm still standing. Even after everything. Okay. Um, great times. PlayStation 3, November 17th, 06. Blazing Angels, Squadron. Call of Duty 3. Genji, Days of the Blade. Madden NFL 07. Marvel Ultimate Alliance, Mobile Suit Gundam, NBA 2K7, NHL 2K7, Resistance, Fall of Man, Ridge Racer 7, Tiger Woods PGA Tour, Tony Hawk Project 8, and Untold Legends Dark Kingdom. Great launch. There's some good stuff in there, for sure. Uh, PlayStation Network, uh, you know, also launching, same day, looks like. I have uh, my... Notes saying the same day. Blast Factor and Crash Guns Chaos. Oh, yeah. Now the big one. The Nintendo Wii. Folks, should I tell a story? Probably. The Wii, what a launch. This was another huge, huge launch. It was so, it impacted so many gamers. And I think, I think those of us who knew and had been following the Wii, we knew what we were in for. But I don't think the world was ready because then once it launched, people took those Wii consoles home. They plugged them in in the living room and started playing Wii sports. And then the entire family, the entire group of friends, the entire group of the community who aren't gamers saw it and were like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I can even play this. And then that is when it exploded. And you could not get a Wii for at least two years after its launch. Mark my words. I mean, I, I was I was trying to get my parents a Nintendo Wii. I was trying to get them one, and we could not find it. I actually had to buy one third party um, off a, a dude on Craigslist. I literally bought one for maybe I think fifty bucks above market, but I had to, I wanted to get them one so bad. So, yeah, crazy times. November nineteenth. I remember this amazing Avatar, Call of Duty Three, Cars, Dragon Ball Z. Excite Truck, fuck yeah. Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. GT Pro Series. Happy Feet. Twilight Princess. Madden NFL 07. Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Monster 4x4 World Circuit, which I think came with a uh, a little cheapy like little wheel thing. I have it in a big box. I think that's the right game. That's a Ubisoft game. Need for Speed Carbon. Rampage Total Destruction. Rayman Saving Rabbids. Red Steel, a great shooter, uses the Wii motion for that. SpongeBob SquarePants, Super Monkey Ball, 
Tony Hawk Downhill Jam, Trauma Center Second Opinion, and the incredible, the most amazing tech demo, the killer app for the Wii, folks, Wii Sports. Round of applause. Fucking Wii Sports. Where is it? Where's my fucking... Where's my round of... Thank you. <clears throat> the virtual console released November 19th, 06, with Donkey Kong... Mario Bros, Pinball, Soccer, Solomon's Key, Wario Woods, the original Legend of Zelda, F-Zero, SimCity, Super Mario 64, Altered Beast, and Sonic the Hedgehog. Great list for the virtual console to start. I thought the virtual console was great. I really loved it. Enjoyed it. So here's the quick, I'll just say it again in case you've missed it. The story goes, when I got the Wii, I waited in Fred Meyer. Here's the story. I go down to Fred Meyer on 82nd Avenue, and I sit there. I set up my chair at like 10 at night. No, like it was like 9, 9 or 10 at night outside because I was like, I'm going to be first in line in the morning when this place opens up and I'll be the first one to get a Wii console because I, I, I didn't pre-order it. They weren't even doing like pre-orders back then. You just wait in line and pray to God you get one. I'm sitting there. People are like walking into Fred Meyer, which is a grocery store. It has electronics. It's like a Walmart pretty much, you know? And they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm waiting for the Nintendo Wii console tomorrow. I'm like, oh, okay, oh, okay, fucking weirdo, <laughs> you know? Anyway, this girl shows up. I think, I have to look on my friends list there. I think her name was Wendy. I don't remember. I think it was Wendy or something like that. And she goes, are you here? Are you waiting for the, for the Wii? I said, yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, me too, me too. She literally brought a chair out and sat down next to me. I'm like, okay, great. I actually have like a companion here. This is cool, really cool. Um, cool. At least there's two of us here now. Cool. So she goes here. Um, we're going to go to the other Fred Meyer. It was like maybe 10, 15 minutes away. She goes, there's one 10, 15 minutes away. I'll leave my chair here just so I have a spot. We're going to go see if they're doing a midnight launch. This is before you literally folks look, this is 2006. This is before you'd even like call around. You wouldn't even, you wouldn't call and be like, Hey, are you doing a midnight launch? You know, this isn't like smash bros. You know, like we, we weren't doing that at the time. So they, they, I was like, yeah, cool. Leave your chair. I'll sit here. I'm going to be here all night. Shit. I'm all bundled up. It was fucking raining and cold. I got my hoodie on. I'm like, yeah, whatever. So they, they dip, they go over to the other Fred Meyer. Right. And we exchange numbers. So she's like, I'll call you if anything goes on. I go, cool. Sounds good. I'm sitting there. Uh, my parents show up, they come down, they bring their car in there. I think they're bringing me like McDonald's or something to hang out. They thought it was cool. You know? So we're all there just chilling, straight eating, having a good time, you know, having fucking Double chi, some French fries, and a little orange, you know, high C orange with the whistle, you know, pause for the coffee. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're down there. And like 20 minutes later, 20 minutes later, she goes, or oh, my phone rings. 20 minutes later, my phone rings. Pick it up. It's like, hello? And she's like, hey, it's Wendy. Hey. They are doing a midnight release. Like we are in line. I'm literally in line. I'm number like, I have my number saved somewhere. I do. I don't, and I will get it wrong on what number I was. I think I was like 60 something. She's like, I'm number 65. And she's like, I had my mom get behind me and grab another number for you. So she's sitting behind me with a number for you. And I'm like, oh my God, you're fucking crazy. Yes. Hell Yeah. So I was like, all right, all right, I'll bring your chair. I'll be right there. She goes, okay, cool. 
Oh, dude, I'm freaking out. It's like a, le- it's like, it's maybe like 10 30, 10 45. I stand up, I pack up the chairs, I grab her chair, throw it in the whip. I fucking beeline over there to the other Fred Myers. I go up, I see her in line. I get in line. Her mom gives me that card. And I get in line right behind her. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah. So so Fred Meyer had already come out. There had already been a huge line, obviously 60 plus. By the time I got there, there was a line with like maybe a hundred people. And they, I think they said they only got like a hundred of them or something like that. Which think about that for a minute. A hundred. Dude, there are times when they sometimes these places don't even get five or ten. This Fred Meyer had a hundred Wii consoles. Crazy. Nintendo, what happened? What happened? All right, so so we're in line, and we just stand there for the next couple hours talking about it and excited. And sure enough, man, the doors opened up. All 100 of us in line, we all go in. They had it all, like, cattle call. Like, it was perfect. We went in. Then they had the whole row of all the accessories. They had the row of games. They had the consoles behind the counter. So you basically, what you do is you went in, and you grabbed all of the accessories you wanted. Me, I grabbed four of everything. I grabbed four extra Wiimotes. I grabbed four classic controllers. I grabbed four nunchucks. I grabbed everything I could, whatever was there. I grabbed a memory card. I grabbed whatever was there. And then the games, they're all right there too. You just grab. So I just grabbed like every game I could find. Uh, Call of Duty and Excite Truck and um, uh, Legend of Zelda. I just, I just grabbed as many. I think I, I don't know, seven or eight games, something like that. And uh, yeah, came home. It was awesome. Fuck, we played Wii Sports all night. And then the the kicker of the whole thing was I was sitting there with my homies. We were playing. And um, we're downstairs. We're playing, right? We're playing bowling. And one of my friends, he grabs the, do the bowling ball, right? He comes back to swing and swings his arm forward as hard as he could to bowl. And it could have hit the TV. And you've seen these on YouTube. This happened a lot. The controller slipped out of his hand. The wrist strap broke, which he did have on, by the way. It broke. This is the V1, Gen 1 wrist strap. It broke, and the controller hit the ceiling and fucking exploded. There was a chunk of sheetrock missing out of the ceiling, and the controller had exploded. And I'm sitting there on the couch with my arms crossed, like, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he goes like, oh, my God. And I go, everyone out. That's it. We're done. And I fucking sent all of my homies home. I sent all my friends home. They were like, oh, we're so sorry. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. Get the fuck out. (laughs) I was so mad. So mad. So then literally the, that same night I went on to Nintendo's website, their store. And I saw that they had replacement parts and I purchased as many replacement parts as I could. I bought like eight wrist straps. I bought Wii SD cover slots. I bought the uh, controller port cover. I bought bases. I bought AC adapters. I bought like two extra sensor bars just to have. I was so excited, right? So I bought all this extra, all these extra parts and stuff. And yeah, man. And then it was crazy is that remember they had that, I don't know if it was a lawsuit, but it was that time when they redesigned the wrist strap because they were so light and thin, like they didn't work right. Remember? And they came out with this like clip. They now had a plastic clip that you would just like tie up and then clip down. And it was really thick. The actual part that goes into the Wii remote, like the, the band was really thick and reinforced. Remember that? 
And then they got rid of all the old version ones. So I have a whole bunch of new old stock, like in box version one wrist straps, all these parts and another, Hey, shameless plug to Patreon. I filmed last year, I think it was around this time too. I filmed last year, a un, not an unboxing, but a box go through. I, I pulled up this box and I went through it completely and showed all of my Wii accessories. I showed all of those, the wrist straps, I have factory sealed GameCube controllers that were in there, like and all of the original packing Wii. I have it all. I kept it all. So if you want to see that, check out Patreon because I have a video up there. Um, I think you can get you can get there on the main floor. I think it's the main floor. You can see the video. Um, awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Anyway, great times, great stories. Love it. Okay, eighth generation. We're almost done. Eighth generation. The Xbox One Sports, 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 November 22nd, 2013, Angry Birds, Star Wars. Oh, boy. Let's end it there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Assassin's Creed, Black Flag, Battlefield 4, Call of Duty Ghost, Dead Rising 3, FIFA 14, Fighter Within, Forza Motorsports 5, Just Dance 14, Just Dance, 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 Lego Marvel Superheroes, Madden NFL 25, uh, should that be 2K5? No, I guess 25. All right. Um, NBA 2K14, NBA Live 14, Need for Speed Rivals, Rise, Son of Rome, Skylanders Swap Force, Zoo Tycoon, and a Zumba Fitness World Party. Moving on to the Nintendo Switch, March 3rd, 2017. I can't believe it's been that long. Uh, this is another one. We did not pick up at launch. We waited uh, about a year. I think we picked this up at the end of 2018. March 3rd, 2017. 1-2 Switch. Just Dance 2017. Skylanders Imagineers. Super Bomberman R. And Breath of the Wild. That was it. And I have to say, I have to say, going back and just call it as I see it, that was, okay, Breath of the Wild, brilliant. 10 out of 10. That's that's an amazing game. That That game shapes gaming culture. But I will say that that is a very weak launch. And it was. And the Switch didn't have shit for like the first year. You guys remember this? It really didn't. It really didn't. I remember all my friends, like, I remember Gamester one time. Like, he showed it to me. The first time I ever saw a Switch was he had it. He brought it out and showed it to me. And I'm like, this is amazing. And he's like, yeah, but I mean, Breath of the Wild, that's it. There's no other games. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. And it was like that for a long time. So pause for the coffee. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Crazy times. Um, Wii U. This one should have been first. I don't have them in order from like year. I think it's just by generation. Wii U. November 18th, 2012. Assassin's Creed 3. Batman Arkham City. Ben 10. Call of Duty Blops 2. Wow. Holy shit. Look at all these games that came out for Wii U. And it still failed. Okay. Chasing Aurora. Darksiders 2, Disney's Epic Mickey 2, ESPN Sports Collection, FIFA 13, Funky Barn, It's Farming, <laughs> Game Party Champions, Just Dance 4, Little Inferno, Madden 13, Massey Rex 3, Special Edition, Mighty Switch Force, Hyperdrive Edition, Nano Assault Neo, NBA 2K13, New Super Mario Bros. U, Ninja Gaiden 3, 
Nintendo Land. That was fun. I actually really like Nintendo Land. Uh, Rabbit's Land. Scrib- uh, Scribble Knots Unlimited. Sing Party. Skylanders Giants. Sonic All-Stars Transformed. Great game. Tank, Tank, Tank. Another great game. That was underwhelming, though. They could have done so much more with that. That was my most hyped game for that console at launch. Uh, Tekken Tag Tournament 2. Transformers Prime. Trine 2. Director's Cut. Uh, Wipeout 3. Your Shape Fitness Evolved. And Zombie U. Zombie U I was actually really hyped for, too, but never ended up getting that. Of course, we didn't get the Wii U until way later. Uh, yeah, so there we go. That was eighth generation, right? And now we're on to, uh, you know, the current gen. So congratulations again. That was, that was the wrap up. That was the wrap up. Congratulations, gamers. Taking it back. Yeah. And maybe I'll do one with all the handhelds. I think that would be a cool one to do sometime as well. Do a whole handhold, handhold, handheld episode talking about launch games for those. Very interesting stuff. So what I want to say here, and I want to round out this launch games topic and round and finish the podcast off with just stating my all-time favorite launch titles. And, you know, I went back and I looked at a bunch and I thought about my memories and I thought about all this sort of thing. And I'm going to just break down some of my all-time favorites. I mean, really, we got to give respect to the Odyssey in 72. That really kicked us off. And we have to really give respect to Pong that really then brought the attention to the gaming world that had it actually become something. So thank you, Magnavox Odyssey. Thank you, Pong. Really kicked it off. I'm going to say Super Mario Bros. in 1985 on the NES. That was an amazing console, an amazing game. That really shaped so much. How about Tetris? We didn't talk about handhelds, but Tetris on Game Boy, that changed so much. I love that game. I played it a lot in the car on road trips and things. Tetris on Game Boy. Great memories there. 1989. F-Zero on Super Nintendo in 1991. What, what an amazing game. Mode 7. It was very impactful on me. How about the original Need for Speed and Road Rash on 3DO? That was huge too. Did I even talk? Speaking of 3DO, did I even bring up 3DO? Where the fuck was that? I didn't see it on my list. What did it launch with? Oh my God. I have to redo the whole podcast. I apologize. I don't even see 3D on there. I messed up. But Need for Speed, the original, and Road Rash, both incredible, incredible games to play at launch. The original Ridge Racer on PS1 in 1995, that one changed everything. I played that so much, and really, it was an amazing experience. I talked about Mario 64 and the launch of the N64 and how impactful that was. That one changed the landscape of gaming completely. Mario 64. Loved House of the Dead 2 on Dreamcast. An amazing light gun game. There are some great light gun shooters on Dreamcast. Bar none. It really wasn't until we got into the Wii where we revisited some of these light gun games because of the Wii remote and how it worked. The Wii is the perfect console for light gun games. Straight up. And speaking of Wii, Wii Sports. Come on. One of the greatest. Breath of the Wild. That was a huge one. Huge one. It changed everything. Not a full collection, of course. Just a couple of standout games that really helped change the world in gaming for me. Absolutely love it. Folks, I know this episode was about a half hour longer than it usually is, but I just really wanted to 
talk about these games and, and kick back with you. And then, you know, I, I rambled a bit, you know, t- just r- talking about life and the world we live in. I hope that, uh, <clears throat> I hope that this podcast reaches you and you're doing well. I hope that, uh, you have an amazing rest of your day. Hope you're safe out there and, uh, and everything that you do, please be well, get at me in discord. If you enjoy the podcast, I would appreciate your support in any way, shape, or form, whether that be a review on your podcast app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, please give me a review. I'd really appreciate that. Actually, uh, I got an email from somebody named Carlos, who is a listener in, um, where is he at? A listener, uh, uh, shout out to you, Carlos. He got, sent me an email. He's a listener in Denmark. And uh, he says that I cracked the top 100 gaming podcast in Denmark. And I think that's fantastic. He's like, yeah, it comes up in the top 100. And um, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you, Carlos, for that information. I, I do love knowing that and your reviews and, you know, sharing the episodes and letting your friends know about it. Just, you know, whatever you, whatever you can do always helps out. And thank you. And of course, the big thank you to everyone here on Patreon. Round of applause. Thank you. Ground floor, main floor, game lofters. Thank you. Brandon, George, Aaron, Luke, Justin. Much love to you. Oh, and uh, Luke, thank you. Uh, Luke Bradley, he said last episode, I had my noise suppressor on. So he told me how was the little, the, no, the sound effects were a little muffled. Yeah, it was my noise suppression. And I appreciate you letting me know in case I missed it. I did catch it in post. Couldn't fix it, but it should be fixed now. So thank you, sir. Appreciate you all. Um, with that, I think I'll sign off. Be well. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll see you on the next episode. Heinehouse.com is a website. Check out all the new music just coming out. Some Christmas stuff. Download my Christmas album. Go put it in your rotation. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. It was made with love. Just like, um, you know, just like when I stir the Kool-Aid. I know the sugar and the, the Kool-Aid powder. You know, the wooden spoon and the, the right amount of water. It's all made with love. Stirred up just perfect. (laughs) Hey, pause for the coffee break. Catch you next time. Bye now.